Going on, geeks. You're listening to episode 143 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan, Gadzooks, and Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about video games selling out. More information on Disney's streaming service, video game TV shows we never asked for, and our personal, deeply personal goals. I don't know how personal they'll be, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into that, though, special shout-outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace, specifically Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Michael Million Jr., Samantha Billups, and Walker Triplett. Thank you so much. And then I also, before we get into the podcast, I also wanted to mention that we will not be having a podcast next week because it is Labor Day. It's a holiday. Also, I'm going to be moving to Arkansas, and so... I won't be around, and Joe's going to help me move, so he won't be around. <laughs> They're basically you, just going to have a party without us, without me and yeah. LJ. Yeah. So. It's really what's going to happen. <laughs> we usually have a party up here in Seattle at PAX, but not this year. Meh. Yeah. I'm bummed about it. I did not want to miss two years in a row. But. So we'll try to get there next year. Yeah. It'll be good. I'm excited, though. There's a, there's a lot of things cooking up. It's going to be a lot of fun once once I get moved, at least for me. Yeah. Hopefully for all of Geeks Under Grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I just wanted to mention that to be more like, where's the podcast next week? Where it's not is there. it? It's okay. <laughs> um, just listen to a different episode, again, that you haven't heard already. Boom. Joe. Yeesh. What are you playing in video games? So, I've been playing Chasm. Uh, for anybody that's tuned in to the Pray and Play streams, that's the game I've been playing on there. It's a mm-hmm. an adventure platformer with a little bit of... It's got like the 16-bit Super Nintendo graphics to it. And I'm yeah. enjoying it quite a bit. Part of me wants to play it off air so that I can finish the game up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it's been good for the format with the Pray and Play because I can just pause it anytime. That way I can... Right. You know, that way we can pray... And then get back to it without it being too much of a distraction. But And you've had quite a few people in there praying with you, right? We've had between five and ten every time. And it seems like we get more every every Wednesday and Sunday. A few more pop in and, and are willing to offer up. If you guys are listening, like seriously, I, this is something I've been... I'm becoming more and more passionate about. I would love for you guys to come in. If you got five or ten minutes on a Wednesday or a Sunday night, stop into our stream and and let me know what's on your heart. If even if you can't stick around, I'd love to to put it down on my list and and to say a prayer about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want Joe to pray for you, just tell him. I say I'm I'm willing to do that off air anytime. Just contact me, Facebook, email me, whatever. Like hit me up on Twitter. I, I want to be able to do this all the time, but Sundays and Wednesdays are a time that we can kind of hang out, have music going, like banter back and forth a little bit with the chat, and be able to provide that for people. Right. Yeah. Uh, cool. On top of that, I I don't know how much I can talk about it yet, um, but I've been playing God Wars. It's coming out on Switch the same day that uh, virtually everything else drops on everything else next week. 
Not God. It sounds a lot of... like God of War. Don't take my joke. Oh, hey, <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> so let's see. Hold on. When is this episode going to go live? This episode will go up on the 29th. Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> Embargo lifts on this for the 28th. So I can talk about it a little bit. Nice. Um, it's it's a Final Fantasy Tactics styled like it's a strategy RPG, and and it but with Kratos. <laughs> no. So this oh, okay. the story for this is basically the myth and lore behind the creation of Japan. Oh, so like you have wow. Amaterasu and Sasano and all these Japanese deities. And Oni and all these demons and things that are in the mix as well. But are they uh, animals? There are some animals in there. I have, I I may have fought a wind demon at one point, and and it's some. Are there birds. dragons that are actually people? Or am I completely like uncultured? So, I be I can't give you really good information on this. I've spent several hours with it, but. The base game uh, came out on PS4 and PS Vita, I believe. It was 75 hours long. And this oh, wow. this is that, but it also comes with 100 hours of extra content. So this game is like 200 hours long. Uh, I think that... This is why other games, or different times that we talked about later, seem short to me. <laughs> different so, games require different times. I'm really enjoying it so far. I like the I like the whole strategy RPG idea. Like I've been a fan of Final Fantasy Tactics for years. And this has jobs that you can you know get extra skills in, level up, get new gear with all your different characters. It's super deep. Uh and and the story's really neat, but it's it's easy to get lost in what's going on because there's so many. Uh, it's just a very th- dense game. Yeah. So, I think okay. I think people that like strategy RPGs, if this isn't one you've checked out before, it's one that you should look at. It's only going to be forty dollars when it comes out. So forty bucks for two hundred hours a game is a pretty good bang for your buck. Yeah. But I will have an official review up on the site in the next week or two. Uh, and cool. then I want to have a PSA for Xbox One X owners. This is something that I ran into this week that I was getting really frustrated with. And I, I got with Microsoft support. So my Xbox One X was dropping connection like crazy. I was trying to play Smite and Halo with my brother. And it was just constantly yeah. dropping me out. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I've got a faulty network card in this thing. This, this brand new Xbox One X that I just bought three or four months ago or whatever it was. I got a hold of Microsoft Tech Support and they said, are you plugging this thing up through a surge protector? First thing they asked me. I said, well, yeah, of course it is. I don't want it to get struck by lightning or anything like that. Yeah. Reasonable. They said, Do you, is your surge protector like brand new? I said, no, it's probably three or four years old. They said, we actually manufacture manufacturer's recommendation that you plug it straight into the wall because surge protectors prevent uh-huh. it from getting enough power to do everything that console's supposed to be doing. Wow. Wow. I couldn't get it to, to keep a connection either with the Wi-Fi or with a hard line. So, 
Did it work if you tried that? It did. Wow. I plugged it straight into the wall, and I haven't had <laughs> any hiccups at all since. That is so interesting. Okay. So if you got an Xbox One X, be aware. It like, is too they, strong. <laughs> they said that if you're going to use a surge protector, get one brand new and pretty much dedicate it to that one console. Wow. That's crazy. So. Man. But I also played some Halo 5 this week because I was testing all that out. Yeah. And Halo 5 is still a blast. Still a good time. That's that's all I've been playing this week. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Shelly? I've been playing Smash. <laughs> Smash Bros. Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Smash because I finally officially registered for the tournament. I was thinking about before. I was like, yeah, I'll probably end up going. But I officially registered, meaning I'm committed. So I'm motivated. And Will it be yeah. aired anywhere? Oh, that's a good question. I want to say yes. But I don't Ooh. know where. Like, I'm assuming it'll be streaming on a Twitch channel because even the smaller right. local tournaments are uh, every time they go. But I don't know that information yet. Okay. But, well, if you are on Twitch, then let us know. Yeah, that'd be cool. I I still and, am pretty sure I'd, I, I'm going to get Owen too. And therefore, I would not be on Twitch because they want to show off like the really big people, which totally makes sense. Um, right. But yeah, that the would pros. be cool. Um, but yeah, I've been playing lots of that. I've also played some board games, some new board games. So that's Ooh, interesting. Uh, I played a game called Dragoon, which is really cool because you play Isn't your dragons. You're, thing? you are a dragon. Okay. Everyone is a dragon and you're fighting to get the most, most gold. So basically there's this map and you each have your little cave <laughs> and you claim cities. They pay you tribute sort of like. You claim the city, you're like, hey, I'll destroy you if you don't give me money. And so they, right. they're they scared to give you money. Um, I like this. It was really fun. And you can de- just straight up destroy cities um, to get instant gold if you want. But then, of course, to destroy the city, you can't get, you can't accumulate it over More time. Later. There's different cards you play. It. it was really fun. Um, wow, you're I like a big it. government. Yeah. <laughs> just three there were three of us playing destroy so cities just if you want. this entire nation ruled by three dragons oh man it was fun um i also played a game called love letter which um is just a card game that's really simple but yeah yeah i've played a batman love letter really i want to try that yeah it was at a uh, player haven was this it doesn't exist anymore but it was a little gaming cafe yeah, it's a very quick game. So, whereas Dragoon was kind of yeah. longer. Then I played a third game called Potion Explosion, and that's a, uh, you know, it's modern when you have to like build a little cardboard um thing, like so we had to build a little thing that held marbles, and there's marbles that clank together in rows. And you're trying okay. to... They're like ingredients. Every color is a different ingredient. Oh, okay. I like the potions. idea of this. And you got to create your potions. And so you take marbles. But if two, if you take a marble and let's say... Let's say you take a blue marble. And next to those blue marble, that blue marble, there's two yellows. So you take out the blue and just mm-hmm. by g- gravity, the yellows clank together. That's an explosion. And you need to take also those okay. yellow marbles. And any other chain reaction that comes after that. Um, and you can also, once you're done Sounds with like the potions... Sounds like a bubble pop, but... Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's actually, it's sort of pretty similar to that, but you can also, once you're done with the potion, which, you know, you get more points for 
every potion you make, um, you can drink the potions and use them to, you know, select certain marbles without causing chain reactions and things like that. It was really cool. It was very innovative. That sounds like Don't a really neat idea. Yeah. Yeah, this is All fun. three of those games, sounds I, so I kind of want to go and buy them. At least Dragoon, I think, was my favorite of the three. Potion Explosion. Potion Explosion. I, yeah, look <laughs> all three of those up, y'all. If you're if you're in the board games, I highly recommend. So, yeah. Cool. That's what I've been playing. I figured I'd be talking about Octopath. But there was a special deal on Sony uh, for... Horizon Zero Dawn, and it was like 15 bucks, and I got all the DLCs and everything. Uh, and so Octopath sadly took a backseat. But Horizon Zero Dawn is so good. It Yeah, it was... I think it did win some awards. I don't know if it won, like, Game of the yeah, Year, but I, it was nominated, me. I'm pretty sure. So Did that was... come with the expansion? Frozen Wilds? Yeah, all the DLCs. Wow, oh, wow. that's good. Deal. For 15 bucks. Okay. Yeah, for fifteen dollars. I should have gotten that. It was a super good deal. The internet I'm working with, it took like two days to download. <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, I'm really, really loving it. The graphically, I guess artistically is a better way to put it. It reminds me a lot of God of War, and I don't know if that's just because they're both like Sony's. Uh, the is also cool to kind of put it up against God of War because you look at the facial expressions on these characters. And something has improved since, like, from God of War, uh, since Horizon Zero Dawn came out. Because some of the facial expressions they make are real weird. And you can tell <laughs> that it's it's mapping someone's, like, real face yeah. and just not doing it well. Dang. So, did you ever watch the web series Hey Ash, What You Playing? Hmm. No. Not familiar with that? No. Okay, so the lady that does the voice of Aloy, mm-hmm. that was her, sh- her and her brother did that show. Oh. Hey, Ash, what okay. you playing? And Ash, Ashley Birch played this really crazy character. And so that was always the the notion that I had of who she was. Was this really... Cr- I mean, it was clearly over the top. Yeah. But, okay. But she is... She's the voice of Tiny Tina in Borderlands. And, yeah. But this is probably okay. her most notable role. And she was really crazy in Borderlands too. Like Tiny Tina's a really off the wall. Well, this character. one, she's super cool. But uh, yeah, she like knocked Aloy out of the park. I thought it was a re- she did a great job there. I love the character of Aloy, and I love how much the character is the player in the sense of certain things that she says. She is like uh, talking about something. She goes white as bone. Wow, that thought dark. That thought got dark. Yeah, yeah, she's and got a lot like, of yeah. that. <laughs> exactly what I would have been thinking. <laughs> or um, you jump off of something, you jump back on. She's like, "Well, change of plans." <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're cool. <laughs> That's good. That's cool. Well, on the fly I, narrative. Yeah, it's is really. It's been really cool. Uh, I. It's weird to compare it to God of War because it's definitely much more open world. I'm not great with, like, stealth stuff. So that's been real hard to, like, learn to be stealthy. I'm yeah. I'm good to a point, and then I just kind of give up. I'm like, I'm really stealthy. I draw the arrow. I hit something. I destroy it, and everything else is alerted. And I'm like, well, all right, I guess you guys are all fighting me now. Hold on. How, how much have you played of this so far? I'm maybe 
maybe like eight or nine hours in. I just you should definitely have the whistle then. I have the whistle. So that's why would you bother shooting stuff if you can whistle it over and take it down immediately? I guess I didn't really think about it. <laughs> that's how you still take down a lot of that stuff, dude. To, I've gotten to the second big city. Okay, tall grass so is like, your big is is big. Tall grass is your friend, right. especially in stealth stuff. But that game gets really difficult at points, especially if you're doing okay. extra side content and stuff, exploring the world. Which I'm gonna have to up, oh, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, I'm from like I live in Denver, Colorado, right now. So the fact that it takes place in Colorado uh, has been super cool. I'm really excited to get to see things. Like I've passed through Colorado Springs, uh, and that was awesome. But like I really, really want to see Red Rocks Amphitheater and the Bronco Stadium because both of those are a part of this mm-hmm. of this game. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, the story's way deeper than I thought it'd be. Yeah, it goes some places. Like I beat the I, base game. I don't know what they've got coming up in the DLC. I didn't play the DLC. But mm-hmm. it's it's got a really interesting premise for a story. Yeah, it, and it throws you into it right away. I figured it would just be a... Chronicles of Shannara has a similar idea of its post-apocalyptic future. Um, but, like, you've... Right away, the beginning of the game are shown, like, oh, this has got this really weird, dark story behind it. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I will probably play it more this week. I'll, I'll definitely have played more by the next time we have a podcast. Cool. And that's that's basically it for me. What's going on in the, in the world of news? All right. So, first off, Fallout 76, uh, they, they came out and said they were having a Power Armors uh, version of 76. It went up for pre-orders. Mm-hmm. It's already sold out, and Bethesda has said they are not making any more. What was so special about the Power Armor Edition? What did it have? Did it have anything cool in it? Or uh, You got Power Armor, right? Did you I have, get like a helmet or something? I've not paid enough attention. Like, because I'm still on the I'm still on the edge myself about whether or not I want to play that game. Right. But Power that, Armor Helmet. Wow. But like, that edition is $200. That's a lot. And yeah, I'm pretty sure you got a replica of the helmet. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Which explains why they would have a limited quantity, not making more. Mm-hmm. But good grief! Wow. I just I don't understand pre-orders where it's limited. Like, why limit your pre-orders? Because you already know. Like, why don't not just have? Except for the the idea of exclusivity. I just like if you're gonna do a pre-order, then you're gonna have enough pre-sales to make the stuff that you need to get distributed i mean this is a collector's edition it's going to be valuable as a collector's item yeah. especially at that price and limited quantity then don't pre-order it just make 20 and have people freak out or 100 <laughs> or a thousand i mean or how many it's sold do you know so, i don't know how many that they had out there i mean 200 dollars a pop that's no joke yeah. Especially when people don't really know what this game is yet. Yeah, it could be a little risky to be like, alright, there's a thousand of these and people are like, yeah, no. I don't care. Yeah, then you definitely lose a lot. I mean, but it's it's got the Fallout name on it, so people cling tight enough to that, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. 
Um, on top of that, the Smash Brothers Ultimate Collector's Edition has been put up for pre-order. We uh, found a few that are still available to buy. We are assuming by the time you hear this, that will not be the case. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> yeah. rumors on and off all day that's been that's out of pre-orders and that's not out of pre-orders. And apparently Best Buy is the only place to get it. And yeah. Shelly did a little field work. It looks cool. Out. I mean, a steelbook case and a pro controller. Yeah, I think it's a. It's yeah. all, um, I believe, $140 from Best Buy. Um, they're already on eBay uh, for some reason for of course 300 they are. So don't do that. Try to avoid 300 That's way too much. But um, yeah, yeah, if you don't have a Pro Controller and you really, really like Smash, you should look into it. I realize I, I already read have somewhere. one and I want it on digital. So really, I shouldn't go after this even though I kind of want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Pro Not that I have awesome. felt any latency on the Pro Controllers, but I've read that those cheaper wired controllers are actually better for a competition because it's like a wired connection. Yeah, instant. no, this is supposed true. To be faster. And the yeah. difference, too, is that um, a lot of people are, including me, like I would probably, unless I really feel good using um, the Pro Controller, once Ultimate comes mm-hmm. out, I'm probably going to stick with the GameCube controller because that's what I've been using since Melee anyway. So I'm used to it. And yeah. that's what, I mean, all the other competitive players, that's just what they're used to. And so if you're trying it for the first time, then I say go for it. But It's unreal that that controller couldn't couldn't do anything for its own people, but it survived three generations of consoles I mean, to still come back. I still use the same controller to play smash with that i got with my gamecube and it still works that's great. what that's what i'm saying the gamecube yeah. couldn't hold water but <laughs> it's just the crazy controller. that controller is so it survived four platforms yeah with this specific game i there's no other game that you're like i have to have this controller to play this game like franchise smash people don't need it either they're just very particular <laughs> we're a little yeah <laughs> I mean, I understand competitively. Competitive, it's hard to switch four generations to another. Games, yeah, it's, it's just kind of. I mean, if you look too. at Street Fighter, Street Fighter for competition typically goes I with an arcade joist. Yeah, you got to go with a fight stick. Yeah. Right. That's because that's, that's the most universal way to keep it fair. Right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You got somebody on Xbox playing against somebody on PS4. Those controllers aren't always one to one. I mean. I totally played more things. Cody! <laughs> Before we get into, like, super serious stuff, because oh, yeah, sure. we're going to, I went to an arcade yesterday. Oh, okay, that's pretty legit. That reminds yeah. me. That reminds me. Oh, did you also go to an arcade? <laughs> I for- No, no, but I forgot to add this to the news. They just announced it today. Streets of Rage 4 has been announced. Oh. That was a- the Streets okay. of Rage games were Sega Genesis. Oh, wow. Like my brother and I grew oh, up playing school. Streets of Rage together. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I'm jazzed. I, I won't get too far into it. Um, I, If you ever come in contact with me in an arcade, challenge me to a racing match because I think I'm decent at them in any racing game that I play um, that's like arcade style. Ridge Racer? Which is funny because I'm an awful like actual driver in real life. Put me Maybe it's because cruising exotic is my like <laughs> how I learned to drive that's how I learned to drive yeah um one of my friends he was like are you good are you like hustling me and I'm like no I mean I'm decent and then I've got first place and he got like six and he was like you're a liar 
I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> um, there is a an arcade was, up in Northwest Arkansas. We'll have to go to. I've not been there. I've heard good ooh, things though. Me and Joe are gonna race. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there was a game because we were at round one, uh, which is kind of like a Dave and Buster's, and they have a bunch of Japanese games in the back. Oh, okay. Um, and it took us a little while to figure out, but it's one of my new favorite games. Uh, it is. There's a table made of plastic, and you are. Um, you can get four different characters, four different narratives, and you have to hit the table, and people look at you and freak out, and then they go back to their business, and then you hit the table again, and the key is to break as much stuff around you as possible. What? Uh, before someone gets mad and flips the table on you. Wait, like, and right before it's they... an actual table that you're hitting. You're interacting with an it's actual this little table? like plastic table, yeah. And then and then there's a table in the game too. Yeah. One of them is a desk, one of them is a table. Okay. Uh, but finally, That's like, so interesting. someone will get mad enough that they'll try to flip the table on you, and before they do that, you flip the table on them. And it's got, like, the table's on this little spring setup, and you literally flip the table on them. Wow. Wow. What, uh, a, what a premise for a game. I, closest I've ever felt to, uh, to Jesus. I felt there was a strong connection. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's very spiritual for me. <laughs> uh, I also, though, the only issue with it is I everything's Japanese. There's no translation to it. Uh, and so I thought the American in me, I guess, was like, it's one of those punching box like bag things where you hit the punching bag as hard as you can. To get a high score, I got to flip oh. the table as hard as I can. <laughs> I'm going to flip this eight times. <laughs> and you like, you could literally just flip it. And I like flipped it as hard as I could and it like bounced off the screen and I was like, oh okay. Oops. <laughs> My bad. They're gonna kick me out. Uh, be ever come in contact with that game, play it. It's amazing. Okay. That sounds pretty that, cool. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um also in the news this week they have announced somebody, it leaked, that they have figured out the length of the Spider Man game. I don't want to say what it is here on the cast in case that would be spoilerish for people. Okay. I think that it's long enough. <laughs> I I want 50 hours. That's absurd for an action game, sir. Stop playing your <laughs> long games, open world games, JRPGs. A JRPG yeah, 50 hours makes sense. I felt like God of War was short. God of War took me like sixty hours to platinum. It was plenty for me. <laughs> my my biggest issue with God of War, I've talked about this before, was the fact that I thought the entirety of the game was going to happen in like the first ten hours of the game. Oh yeah, and I finally got to a point where I was like, "That's never happening." I mean, I'm never getting there. They have new game plus available now. You can go back and get another twenty hours out of the game. I've thought about it. Uh, I've, I've heard game, that I the mean, very, like, my, my buddy started it up. He said the very first group of enemies has completely new attacks. He said it, it's very fresh. Okay. So. That's cool. Uh, and. and then, yeah. You get all the weapons and stuff. Yeah, um, everything you've earned. Abilities. Yeah. I think it comes with you. Um, in the final bit of gaming news for the week, we want right. to, uh, our, our hearts go out to the people in Jacksonville. Um, there was a Madden tournament. I'm sure everybody listening to this is savvy enough that they probably know, but there was a an officially sanctioned 
John Madden football tournament in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, one of the guys who had apparently been in the scene for a long time, he's won several other Madden titles and stuff over the years, but he'd mm-hmm. driven down, uh, if I'm understanding right, he'd like driven down from Baltimore, Maryland to Jacksonville to play in this tournament, got beat out, came back in, and the last that I'd seen today had the th- three people have died. Of course, I think he killed two, yeah. wounded like 11, and then killed himself. I've seen four. Okay. Maybe it's three and him. Three and him, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's something that hits really close to home, especially with a gaming community. I mean, we have have members of staff with Geeks Under Grace that live in Jacksonville. Like, that's that's something very real. Um, So if if you guys, you know, I, I... I offered the prayer thing earlier. That goes for a lot of stuff like depression, anxiety, anger. That stuff is all very real, and and that's mm-hmm. something that a lot of a lot of people that that are into the geek culture seem to struggle with. If it's something you're struggling with, please, like at least let us try to talk to you about it, pray with you about it. Don't don't ever let it get to that point where you're doing something that you can't take back. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I feel like it would be um, wise of us too. Who LJ just did an interview with something in Villains podcast. V- Victims and villains, I think he he uh, he Victim did a villains? he and Dallas. Yeah, victims yeah, victims and villains. And villains. Um, he yeah. and uh, Dallas and Celeste helped with a forty-eight hour stream to raise awareness. For that, and for those yeah. of you that don't know about victims and villains, you should go check it out. It is a um, suicide awareness awareness, yeah. Um, ministry. I was just thinking, like, because a lot of that seems to be what what was happening with the shooter, and we don't want to put too much um, spotlight on him. But um, you know, he was definitely like he was suicidal. He was depressed. Um, it. I would assume that he was planning this before the Madden event even happened. Um, But it's definitely, there are people hurting enough that they decide that this is their best option for whatever reason. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Mental health is definitely uh, a large issue. It's a large issue in our community um, and in the United States as a whole. Yeah. I think too uh, is, Oh, finish your thought. No, go for it. I was going to say, I think another level, too, that isn't necessarily something we know about the shooter because, I mean, we can't at this point. Um, right, it's, it's an this. assumption. Right, but it, it makes me think about how, especially in the competitive scene, putting your value as, as a person, as yourself, and how well you do at that video game. Yeah. That's something yeah. that I'm already, like, sort of reflecting on and thinking about even as i'm just now very fresh into the smash scene i was trying to say like this doesn't define who i am as a person i think the advantage with us as christians we know we're children of god we know our value is placed in jesus we know our value is there the scary thing for me is does those people who don't know about jesus who don't know what their value is place their value in there and then if they lose they have nothing so that's yeah. the thing that scares me. But as you go in that scene, you know, take take that knowledge and, and that self-identity 
in Christ with you when you go there. Be the light that shines. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's, I don't, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I, I don't have a good transition. Um, our, our thoughts and prayers go with the people involved in that. Um, moving on to the pull list for the week. There were actually a lot of games coming out this week, but I had to narrow it down to just a handful. Okay. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is finally coming out for the Switch. This is not Monster Hunter World. This is Ultimate. But this is, you know, if you have a Switch and you're looking for a Monster Hunter game, this is kind of the final version of the one that came out on 3DS a while back. I think that it's got like dozens or hundreds of, of monsters in this thing. But it plays very different. It's supposed to have more monsters than World. Oh, by a long shot, yeah, because yeah. The the mobile version of the game has been established for years. And this mm-hmm. is this is a basically a console version of that. Um Yakuza Kiwami 2 comes out on the PS4 this week. Fire Pro Wrestling World Donut County, which is an indie game that's kind of, it's it almost sounds kind of Katamari Damacy ish, but instead of rolling everything into a ball, you're kind of trying to become a bigger and bigger hole to swallow stuff. Okay. I was going to say that's where I want to live because Donut County, but now I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh, I don't want to move to Donut County because of donuts. I'm like, yeah, but the donuts are trying yeah, to eat. I, yeah, maybe so. I'll pass on that. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, Strange Brigade comes out this week, which I think is kind of like a Left 4 Dead style game, like four players okay. working together to fend off waves of stuff. So. Those are the major ah, releases. I want to get back to Killing Floor. Kind of, kind of, yeah, a little bit. Kind of Killing Floor-ish, sounds like. <laughs> That's it for gaming this week, though. Sweet. From there, we can do... We can get into some movies. movies. Uh, I'll go I'll go first on this one, just do because it. I'll be really yeah. quick. I watched Your Name again. <laughs> uh, wow. I made my mom watch it. And she doesn't watch anime. I tried getting her to watch Your Lie in April, and she said I can't take this seriously. Like Aww. two episodes in. Um, <laughs> Why not? I, I, she was like, they're too cute. I'm like, I, uh, I can't take any of the serious moments serious because wow. everything's too cute. Um, so she watched Your Name, and she genuinely liked it. So Your Name is non-anime fan approved. That's good. I should show that to my <laughs> non-anime friends. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll let you guys though go, go though, because I'm sure you guys have maybe seen movies that are actual. I was trying to go back now. and look at my Netflix history. I don't think I've watched any movies this week. Oh, oh no! Fine. Uh, I watched some movies, but they're none of them are new. They're all very okay. Um, That's all good. New. Watch Pocahontas. I'm game that came out last year. So. I watched Pocahontas, Tarzan, and Road to El Dorado. So I watched some pretty classic animated films. Road to El Dorado's on Netflix. Yeah, that's where I watched. It. I, didn't, <laughs> I just saw that like a couple days I've ago. I watched that it, it was probably on there. three like, oh. or four times just on Netflix. Throughout, oh wow, ever since it's a great movie. Netflix, so I don't know about three or four times, but not three or four times in a row. Just throughout the years, I've had <laughs> it again. <laughs> so definitely Another. not three or four times in a row. Okay, but that's good. That's a. Uh, I yeah, used to watch good. Space Jam every Especially- year. Oh, that's nice. It's not a good movie. I just like it. <laughs> eh, I think it's fine. Okay, Eldorado, Pocahontas, thing. and what else? 
Tarzan. Tarzan, yeah. okay. Oh, man. They're all just... Well, Pocahontas, eh. I'm not a huge fan of Pocahontas, but... Tarzan, Road to El Dorado. I so have... Quotable. Uh, it's really dark and macabre, but uh, After Ever After, made by, I think, the guy's YouTube channel is called Paint. Okay. And I have that version of Pocahontas memorized and not the actual Pocahontas. <laughs> wow. Colors of the Wind song. Dang. Anyway. That's all I watch. So. Cool. Uh, what's going on in movie news? It looks like, speaking of Disney. Yeah, speaking of Disney, we got a little bit more information on Disney's streaming service. They are calling it, as of right now, this could definitely change, but as of right now, they're calling it Disney Play, which is simple, sweet, and definitely Disney. I, I was going to say, that sounds like a good good name for the service to me. Yeah, they could totally keep that, and I think yeah. that's a good name. Um, yeah, so that's... It'd be weird, though, because I'm assuming we'll say, do you have Play? Like, do you have Hulu? Do you have Netflix? Do you have Play? Maybe like, well, they'll call it PlayStation. DP. Oh, I don't like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why I don't no, like no, that. no. I take it back. I take it back. I just, either way, Doctor Pepper. If you weren't aware, um, it's going to be around sometime in the fall of 2019. Um, and okay, yeah. So th- just this article's talking a little bit more about how in their competition against Netflix, not only ca- do they have to focus on you know, having their classics on there, but also having really good original content right from the get-go because that's really going to separate them from anything else mm-hmm. and make sure they actually have, like, competition and not just, like, oh, my... look at all the classic stuff. I'm excited for the Star Wars stuff. Have. But, yeah, the live-action Hi- Star Wars and... Um... High School Musical Season 7, 8, 95. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. Netflix has High School Musical 3. So if Disney Play has High School 1 and 2... Then that's better. I would assume they pull everything from Netflix, and that I'm not excited yeah. for. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. I don't watch a ton of things on Netflix that are not Disney, so. Well, yeah. They have all the dumb sequels, is the problem. They don't even have the good Disney ones anymore, for the most part. They have Tarzan. <laughs> are you excited for the Kim Possible live action movie? No. <laughs> I wish that it was a Kim Possible cartoon and then they just got the like the first original voice actors i loved kim possible man that was that one of my favorite shows growing up so call me beat me if you want to reach me me that's okay anyway that's uh it's so good <laughs> not i'm not the live action the original thing is what i'm saying joe lit up <laughs> so you like okay, Look, i'm good i'm okay yeah. Shelly started singing it, and Joe's eyes just go, like, what? It was great. What's the sitch? Anyway, I gotta move on. That's not a word. She tried to make it a word. Lilo and Stitch? Sitch. Sitch. It was back in the day when you try to make everything slang. So that's what she was trying to do. Yeah. That's so Rufus. Rufus. That's so Rufus. That's so Raven. See, Joe knows Kim Possible. That's not Kim Possible. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to date myself here. That's a Drew Barrymore movie. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah, thought you were Yeah, she goes back combining... to high school. You know, Rufus was the name of I his naked mole rat. In... Kim Possible with That's So Raven and just saying That's So Rufus, <laughs> which is also Disney. I'm getting Shelly's references here. Good. Thank <laughs> That's because you're both children. <laughs> Rufus was the naked mole rat, yes. right? 
Oh, are they gonna really? have a live yeah. naked mole <laughs> Yeah. Are they gonna have a live naked mole rat? Like, are they? Uh, oh, are I they hope gonna so. Have c- bad gross. CGI naked mole rat. I don't know what's probably. Worse. I hope what? they just shave a chihuahua. <laughs> and they're like naked. It mole needs rat. to break dance. <laughs> if it doesn't break dance, I'm gonna that's be disappointed. True. Anyway, that's weird. The Nako. Oh, Kim Possible. I, that was such a tangent. I'm sorry. I love Kim Possible. I do too. Thank you. I. That was my jam as a I kid. I needed that. Yes. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> we'll talk about some things you sort of get now. I was always rooting for Ron. <laughs> like arthritis. Aw. <laughs> 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 poor Joe. Uh, speaking of uh, poor and poor all of us, are we ever going to get Guards of the Galaxy 3? Uh, the answer is probably yes, but it's going to be really delayed. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Um, cause here's the thing. We all heard about the James Gunn situation. Disney is sticking with their guns. They're not sticking with their gun. They're sticking with their guns. And they're going to try <laughs> to find it? another director for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, even though James Gunn has already written out the script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. They're, they could just read If they scrap the script, I'm going to be really mad. Yeah. So. Hopefully they don't scrap the script. Yeah. Um, so it was I, supposed to come I don't know, out. I'm with, I'm with Drax on this. Yeah. Drax wants James Gunn. Batista. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do. Yeah. Where do I sign the petition? I haven't signed anything yet. I don't think petitions do anything. But you can probably find one somewhere. <laughs> I'll find one and I'll sign it. Okay. That's good. Yeah, it was supposed to come out uh, May 2020. So... Yeah, it's going to be delayed a bit. And May 20, never? It, yeah. I mean, it has to come out, right? Because on one hand, like, Disney knows Guardians of the Galaxy is one of their most popular Marvel franchises. Right. So they gotta do something. I just, they're probably Plus, not going to be desperate enough to get Gun back. Everything's so planned out right now. Yeah. Like, they're even. I would assume. Yeah, they're even saying that uh, with the script, with the way it was gonna go, it was gonna open doors for plenty of other movies and other things. So if you get rid of okay. James Gunn in that mix, I don't know. I just don't know how it's gonna work. But what's the duck's name? I feel like without James Gunn, we'll never get the duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. He yeah, was in Howard it. The Duck he was in it. He's in both yeah. of them. He he has to what actually be in it though. I want to see him in a movie. His own movie. He had his own movie before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Howard saw the Duck's it. been around for a while. In theaters. <laughs> I did not see it in theaters. That's good. Man. <laughs> I was not we that needed old. another one. We don't need to talk about that movie. We need another one. I want a Disney-sanctioned PG-13 Howard the Duck. Okay. Which today's PG-13... I don't know what that was rated back then, but today's PG-13 is very different from the 80s PG-13. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Anyways. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll eventually get... I I feel like James Gunn could have done that. We'll get Guardians of the Galaxy 3... Again, Disney's not dumb enough to just abandon them, but also they're going to have to have a really kick-butt yeah. director if to make us happy. 
I'm really curious. This was the last rendition of this Guardians of the Galaxy. It was supposed to be Guardians of the Galaxy 4 would be an entirely different team. That's right. I remember hearing about that. Stay the same. I think I had seen that they were talking to uh, another Marvel director. Another director that had covered Marvel stuff before. I would I can't trust remember that. who it was now. I would trust that more. You know who would do well? I can never pronounce his name, but the guy that did Iron Man 1 plays Happy. Yeah. John. Oh, Fairbrook. yeah. No, it wasn't that dude. He would do well. Probably. Anyways. Someone who has experience with it, I think, could do well. It's just they can't get some random person off the street, you know? Which they wouldn't do. They're Disney. But whatever. <laughs> They're like, you look like you could direct a movie. <laughs> the the world's biggest... Guardians of the Galaxy fan. You're hired. Prerequisite. Have you made a YouTube video? <laughs> Careful. That's a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't... If you filmed a video not in vertical with your phone, you're, you you're know what golden. You're I'm gonna get to this last <laughs> piece of news and we'll see how people feel about Someday. it. Detective Pikachu... Finally has a a title logo and a release time. Pikachu. Not a, told what? I sneezed. That was weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a smoking Pikachu. I don't. He's detective. Yeah, you're right. But I just wasn't anticipating it. Um, <laughs> just a very low Pikachu noise that doesn't happen. <laughs> Pikachu. It's gonna come out summer 2019. We don't know when in the summer, but summer 2019, a year from now, approximately, you'll be in theaters. As someone who this has played, is super effective. As someone who has played Detective Pikachu, I can say that's too bad. <laughs> I just, I think the game. He has a deep voice like that, doesn't he? Yes, he does in the game. Yeah. Oh, that's so. That's crazy. Weird. Is it as smoky as I make it sound? Yes, it is. Okay. Cool. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it straight up sounds like it did in that trailer from a while back. Wow. Wow. I just... Is there... Has there... Let's use proper grammar. Has there ever been another video game as spin-off-y and unpopular as Detective Pikachu that so quickly turns into a movie? That so quickly turned into a movie? Like, video game movies (laughs) in general are really hard. I want to know why they were like, everyone wants a live-action Pokemon movie. Let's use a spinoff. Yeah. I, yeah. I want a real live action Pokemon Everyone movie. wants that. Everyone wants a really epic I think it's a little late now. Thing. I th- think the perfect time would have been when Scooby-Doo, like the live action Scooby-Doo was happening. Because at that time, the standard for like live action was... Already a Scooby-Doo, really low bar. Think, yeah. Yeah. Like Pokemon could have looked really good then. <laughs> I think now everything looks so realistic that if you put Pokemon in our live action They're world now, it would look really, like really weird. And yeah. I mean, who knows? Real Maybe Detective Pikachu will be surprisingly good. I just don't think it's going to be. Because that's really I weird. I am more excited for Sonic the Hedgehog. Honestly? <laughs> that's also not a high bar. I might be too, <laughs> no. but also I'm not very excited yeah. for either of them. I think they're both kind of... Uh, uh, Isn't funny. Ryan Gosling going to be in Detective Pikachu? Yeah. Oh, can we just have Deadpool and Detective Pikachu? What the heck? That's not. That's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> what I want now. That's what I'm envisioning now. I think that would be more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway. Yeah. It's not Gosling. It's not, oh, Ryan it's Reynolds. Ryan, it's I not Gosling. Right. Get wrecked. Gosling would be better. Because Gosling would take himself way too seriously in a Pokemon movie. <laughs> and it would be awesome. Okay, yeah. I guess that would be funny. But You'd be like, hey, Nurse I'm Joy. just thinking of like Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Uh, Ryan Looks Gosling. Looks so red Running around. Pikachu. and super serious. <sighs> yeah. Pikachu's like, hey, man. Cheer up. <laughs> uh, Why so serious? I'm... Yeah, that was Ryan Gosling. We're going to see what's up, but not for a while. Let's go to TV. Why don't we? Let's let's okay. just do it. I'm done. <laughs> uh, you, what, what have you guys been watching? Joe's been watching a cake thing. <laughs> uh, this, this, uh, this week it has been The Wild Chef. Uh, and stay here, season one. I wasn't even. I was totally joking, and Joe delivered. <laughs> <laughs> it's always either travel or food or both. Delivered like Uber Eats. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Um. <laughs> what about you, Shelley? Uh, besides the office, I don't think I've. Yeah, I don't think I've really watched anything else. I I oh. might have watched more Naruto. I don't know if I remember if I mentioned it last week. I got to the point where now there's actually filler episodes where I need to skip. I think I did mention that. Yeah, I haven't watched much. So. Yep. Okay. Believe it. Believe I it. I haven't watched Voltron. Oh wait, what? What? Oh. Okay. I haven't watched Voltron like I've been wanting to. I've only seen that first episode off that last season. We've just been incredibly busy. And my wife, like, we watch shows together. <laughs> I'm not to watch Ducks shows without her, so I have together. to find... Yeah, I have to find shows that she's not watching. So I did watch Disenchantment, which oh, is, how is that? Oh, by yeah, Matt. How is I watched, that? I watched the first episode of it. I'm curious yeah. about it. I think I'm two or three episodes in, um, and I like it. If you like Futurama, you'll like it. I was going to say, yeah, it's got a very Futurama sort of feel, but it's... It plays into the geek. I mean, it's like fantasy, goofy. Yeah, yeah. I like. I do. I. I think it's interesting enough that I'm gonna watch. Keep going with it. I there's there's a demon, right off the bat. The demon's really silly. The one thing that it that caught me <laughs> off guard um, was the very first episode. They're at a church, and there is this um, priest. It was very obviously like making fun of, but it was kind of, I don't know. It was still comical. Um, if you, if you're like, if you're strong in your faith, you're not going to like question things because of a cartoon. Um, but it was like, oh, I'm speaking to this thing that may or may not exist and I'll never know. And oh like, yeah. Yeah. At first was I was really on you the were talking about, but yeah, you're talking about, the, yeah, they're praying to a God that they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I'm going to, but if I sound, and this is what I did like about it, because this, this ring a little true. If I sound really confident about what I'm saying, you will believe it. <laughs> they did say that. Yeah, they sure did. And I was like, ah, yeah. Wow. I think like you look at um, a lot of these, these big churches um, and some of these pastors that may uh, not 
be i'm trying to like not name any names or anything but are like it's biblically sound Mm -hmm. yeah but they say it with confidence and there are a lot of people that are like these are huge churches and people are like yes i'm uh i'll believe everything you say even though you could literally be quoting something that satan said in the bible (laughs) yeah um kind of a televangelist type thing the chicken grease on your forehead get you saved type stuff Yeah. yeah But, uh, yeah, it was it was a little on the nose. The demon is really funny. Um, the demon's not a very good demon. Uh, I, I'm trying to look at him more as an adorable cat. Yeah. Because I, I mean, that's they call even him a cat at one, at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, oh, you're just a cat. Which totally makes sense because cats are demonic. Says <laughs> <laughs> the owner of a cat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he wants to kill me. We'll see. <laughs> that sounds uh, other than like that, yeah, it's not like Futurama. Cats. It is Futurama with um, a lot more language. Uh, the main character does take off her shirt, but you don't see anything. I assume that's as much nudity as we're going to get. I hope so. Yeah, they, they turn that into a joke as well. Yeah. The king's like, if Everyone's anybody looks at her, going to be beheaded, and everybody shields their eyes and then some dude walks in from the corridor and he's like i looked i totally looked (laughs) what (laughs) what's wrong um yeah it's it's a lot of fun that's good we can get into uh tv news this i i don't i don't think we need this um not the news in general but uh roberto orsi is i might be saying his name wrong um he helped with the star trek movies like the the recent ones okay he was making an animated galaga series that sounds odd yeah i i understand that it will be it'll definitely be like ships versus aliens right because that's what galaga is yeah i but they, hope i don't know what else there's no other plot to that game, as far as I remember. Right. Except inserting coins. I hope there's a high score at the top right of the show at all times. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be a good move. Every time they take out a bug. Pew. It gives you Ding. <laughs> I That's all I have for that. Um, the only thing that makes me like really interested in this fact that someone who was working on Star Trek... Um, is playing a part in making it. So I'm like, well, they know how to make sci-fi decently. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't, that's all I got. I don't have anything else for that. I'm just like, yeah. Uh, a show that I am kind of passionate about, Man in the High Castle, is an Amazon Prime show. Uh, probably one of their best original TV shows, in my opinion. Oh. Uh, season three has been a long time waiting i've been like worried that they weren't going to make it uh season three has gotten a trailer and it looks really really intense and we needed a season three uh for anyone who watched season two like you know it ends uh, where things start getting really intense and you're like man I, what, what happens next i'll have to wait a year and it's been like two years huh well I've not watched any Man in the High Castle. I've heard it's good. Yeah, same. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away. For those who don't know, uh, Man in the High Castle is uh, 
an alternate reality where Hitler wins. Uh, well, Germany, the Nazis win. Um, and so they split the United States up with Japan. Japan basically gets um, east side of the Rockies, west west side of the Rockies, and then um, Germany gets the west side of the Rockies. And then B.J. Blaskowitz comes in and chases the Nazis to the moon? No. <laughs> I, kind of interesting. The Rockies are a no man's land. There is no country governing oh. the Rockies the show i don't know why that is but it takes place in like the 60s or 70s probably the 60s uh and the technology is more advanced which i thought was really interesting because germany won and germany was like able to selling in mm-hmm. yeah tech. um and like just the kind of stuff that they come up with in this show is, is really interesting my only issue with season three is they're getting way more sci-fi about it uh and i really liked kind of the grounded realism mm-hmm Oh, this alternate reality? There's a lot of stuff happening. Kind of see it in season two, and now we're getting a lot of it in season three, where uh, it's becoming more of a sci-fi show okay, huh. than a alternate reality grounded show. It's just, oh, but it's cool. It sounds very... I mean, anytime I hear alternate reality like Hitler won, I can't not think of Wolfenstein. Yeah. Uh, it's not as... Like I said, it's a lot more grounded in reality. Uh, I think than Wolfenstein probably is. I haven't played Wolfenstein, but I know Wolfenstein's very grandiose. Wolfenstein's awesome. <laughs> I love this. It. Is like especially this first season's very and like oh the very first episode is I, I won't give anything away. Watch watch the show. <laughs> it's good. It's rated R uh, content. Not or it's probably rated mature because it's a TV show. Um, but it's like it's real good. That's good. <laughs> the story is intense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the other, uh, another show that I know everyone else cares about a lot, not necessarily on the podcast, but just in the United States, Big Bang Theory, one of the biggest TV shows. Uh, I think it's one of the biggest sitcoms ever. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, yeah. It's ending in 2012. It's ending in 2012. No, it's ending with 12th season. Uh, which the 12th season will be airing later this year or next year, I think. Mm. Uh, and that'll be it. 12 years of Big Bang Theory. Uh, I can't believe that I, show's uh, been out that long. Yeah. I've only watched maybe four seasons, and we watched every episode and then never got back into it. Um, and so, like, I haven't watched it, but now that I'm hearing that it's going to be over, I'm, like, sad. I'm, like, man, I wish that I was watching it still. So I don't think like catch back up at some point. Yeah. Shelly, you've never watched it, right? No, no, I have not. <laughs> Doesn't sound terribly <laughs> broken up about it. Yeah. yeah, I. The cool thing about Big Bang Theory, I know a lot of <laughs> geeks I've talked to are like, it's made fun of our culture. But there's a lot to it that I felt like Leonard, which I totally forgotten his name. Joe helped me out with earlier. Yeah. Leonard is like us the geeks i feel like um and then everyone else is these outrageous stereotypes to make the the situational comedy funny right. um but for me like a lot of the stuff that was happening was kind of like um as a geek you kind of relate to it a little bit yeah not everything but some of it it's, it's a really funny good show i don't think it makes fun of our culture it more 
celebrates our culture with comedy. So I, I see how people could think that to a degree, but I disagree with that assessment. That it celebrates comedy or that it... Um, that it makes fun of us. I mean, they, they do yeah. a little bit, but I know people like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have known those characters in my life. <laughs> yeah. I It's end of an era. I It's crazy to me because I feel like while... I didn't realize it's been 12 years, but if you think about it, like the last 12 years as far as geek culture goes... Um, it's been on the rise, like it's become more popular. Yeah, yeah. that's that's just a long time. It's a long yeah, time. I would bet the show has a little bit to do with it. Yeah. In a weird way. I don't know. End of an era for sure. Twelve years is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. I like what someone said is, uh, all of their stories have been told by now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. There's no other. There's not new content you can really put out about these characters. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Getting into some discussion questions. Silas, and I'm going with Silas because the name was way too long. <laughs> I'm sorry. In my defense, it's not a real name. It doesn't look like one, at least. Uh, I'll feel real bad now if it is. But Silas asks, since we're all aware that Christian movies tend to be lackluster, to say the least, what advice would you give to Christian filmmakers to improve? Um, I think uh, focusing on realistic situations, because there's, there are some Christian movies out there that have really good, um, story and they're not, they're not like, you know, God's not dead. Cause like God's not dead. It's like even in the title. Right. And you already kind of know what's happening in the trailers. Everyone's just like, Oh, God's dead. Then this person's like, you're wrong. And it's just, I don't really think that happens at least i've never seen that happen and it's just it's a very unique situation that seems a little bit unrealistic to me but then there was that movie with um andrew garfield right what was that called uh silence yeah that was pretty good right i never watched it i still need to finish it okay yeah i watched a good hour of it's a really long movie oh That's not what I was, I was thinking of. Nah. Andrew Garfield is another Christian movie. Oh. Um, where he... and I, Hacksaw Ridge is really good. And I'll, I'll let you... Silence was the one where they go to Japan and they're missionaries. Got it. Um, yeah. During like World War II, right. I think. Yeah, I think... No, it's got to be way before World War II. But they get like persecuted. Yeah. I think stories that, um, yeah, either have happened... Um, and yeah, even I can only imagine that was based off of a true story, like the story of the actual song, right? As far as I'm... Yeah. yeah. So I think either coming up with this is a true story that actually happened with Christians that is can be relatable to people, um, not just like a one-time situation that people can like can't really connect with, um, or if you're going to create a different entirely original story... Again, I think making it relatable and making it so people can s- relate with the characters, I think, is a a big point. Yeah. Yeah. I, what's that other movie too? The uh, Case for Christ. Yeah. The other one that like did really yeah. well in theaters. That was another true story. Yeah. And then of course, I watched that movie about Apostle Paul, and that was really good. 
and that was that was basically kind of a almost a history movie um and it wasn't i mean i don't know if it was entirely accurate but it seemed kind of accurate as far as i'm aware i want to see that one. um and that was a very different type of christian movie because it wasn't like you know here's an example of people being christians in the situation it was like a story from the bible and it wasn't right. focused on yeah. Jesus necessarily because it was focused on Paul. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of different ways you can go with uh, Christian movies. It's just sad that a lot of them haven't really worked out, you know? Yeah. So, eh. I don't know if that's a good answer. What do you think, Joe? I think, yeah, just tell... Uh, I think sometimes I think they concentrate on telling the message to to such a degree that it degrades the art that they're trying to to use as a medium mm-hmm. yeah. to tell the story. I mean, like, look at Lecrae, right? Lecrae's a master of his craft. He's so good at what he does, and that's why what he says is so impactful. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would say use mastery of your craft to be able to relay the stories don't don't give up the quality for the story maybe i mean hone hone your craft right like mm-hmm. you don't I, I i don't know how to say it without sounding mean but you you will glorify god through becoming better at what you're doing i say right Get better at what you're doing, and then use that to tell the story you're trying to tell. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm thinking, like, just now, how much... I, God, God's Not Dead was way more well-received than I think it deserved. But, like, it would have done really well on YouTube as a YouTube right. like, mm, series, web series. That's a good point. Like, I think even me, who didn't like it, would have thought, wow, this is amazing. Uh as you, and that's not to say anything about the actors or the writers or anything, but it's like it's just a lower budget movie, right? Um, and a lot of these, I they really like. I think I'm with you on the uh, like the message is kind of shoved in your face before everything else, and they need to like you just you have to have better. You have to have. Again, I don't want to be mean, but like professional actors that make tons of money make tons of money for a reason like they're really good actors um and so you just there's not a not a budget there hire michael bay that's my <laughs> that's all you need michael bay to make a christian movie and i want to watch it and it's gonna be great uh but the other side of that i'm trying to think of like movies that i like to save a life and that was very story driven yeah. um and there were cheesy moments in that but it was like this real life relatable situation definitely um and the message wasn't about it wasn't this like in your face Jesus saved gospel story. It was like watch this dude completely like break down as a human being and then need God and it was like a it wasn't like you need this too, it was just like a story about this person and you watch that story about this person and you come to your own conclusions from it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really cool. Yeah. Um and the other movie I liked, which kinda goes on the other side of things, was um believe believe me i think is what it was 
It was a movie made by the same people who made Beware of Christians, which is a wonderful documentary. Uh, There's one called Beware of Christians? Yeah. It's a really, really good documentary. Um, I can't remember the name of this company that does these. Beware of Christians is a it, – it was these college kids that um, – they were all Christians and so they live in the United States and they realize that a lot of what they believe about Christianity is because of um, culture in the United States. Okay. So they actually go tour um, other countries huh. and okay. interview people about their faith Um and try to like break the stereotypes up and see what's like actually biblical versus what is um, American culture. Okay. Yeah. And then they do this Believe Me, which is a comedy um, drama type thing, uh, which is, it feels like a John Acuff book. They're just like completely making fun of Christianity, but from a Christian viewpoint. Okay. Um, and it's hilarious and it's very self aware, and I love it. Um, there's a Christian songwriter in there and he was like, they, he has a song that's just called Jesus and you just repeat Jesus four times, like six times. Are you sure that's not blind? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> and then it says repeat sounds, 12 sounds times. Like <laughs> it's wonderful. And there he's like, he's like, so what, you, what is your inspiration for the story or the song? And he was like, well, I was writing a song about Jesus. And I thought Jesus. to myself, it should be all about Jesus. <laughs> what are the other words doing in here? Wow. <laughs> that's so good I love that <laughs> that does sound kind of um, blimey cowish yeah it's very very self aware uh, those are I don't know I'm trying to think of like an answer because those are two movies that I like and they're for very different reasons uh, I think authenticity is important um, and I think not We we there doesn't have it doesn't have to be so missional just Rap. make a good movie like You've got pastors that are going to preach to people. So your movie doesn't need to preach. People will people will discuss the meaning of a film without it being spelled out for them. True. This is right. People movie. like to dig further into that sort of stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be so on the nose that that you sacrifice your quality. Yeah. Like with Lecrae's music, some of his like preaches, but a lot of it is like it's just good music and Christ- for Christians. Yeah. Um, and like, listen to that music. Like that's all part of the culture. Be part of the culture. Um, your movie might, your movie can lead people to church, but it doesn't need to be the church. I like yeah. that quote. That's what we're in, for. Yeah. It, yeah. In the cultural sense, in the church being a building, a service, you don't need to be that service. You, you just need to point people to that service. Yeah. Yeah, because everything is a church if you we are the church we are the but wait world yeah I was like <laughs> this is a song <laughs> something's not right here I just as I said it, I was like church is it a building it's a people yep but hopefully people get what I said I, I said a lot of words I hope some of it made sense uh, yeah. okay <laughs> Vote <laughs> 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 of confidence. We can move on. Uh, take Joe and, and what Shelly, what Joe and Shelly said, and then because they they said good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Assad asks, "What would be the pinnacle of the goals you are individually striving for?" 
What goals am I independently striving for? Sort of vague question. Wait, no. I want Joe to go last because Joe is president of Geeks Under Grace. (laughs) Does that mean his goals are more important than ours? Probably. Uh, I think that they will have more impact on the listeners. Watch him not even mention Geeks Under Grace. (laughs) He's going to be like, (laughs) to make a billion dollars. (laughs) What what do you think, Shelly? Oh, so you're putting me on the spot. Besides world domination. That's what you're doing. Yes. Besides world domination. What do you mean besides world domination? It's only world domination. Because world domination is a given. I'm very focused, okay? (laughs) Very driven. I don't know. I'm one of those people who can't really... I don't really think of the future and huge, big um, things. Like Thinking about the future honestly stresses me out a little bit. So what I like to do instead is... Take goals that and break them up into smaller sub goals that I can eventually reach that goal in a very logical, very practical way. Um, so, pinnacle of the goals you're individual. That's just such a. I don't even know how to describe that. The pinnacle. pinnacle. Like. What do all of your goals lead to? So I, I'm not really sure about that. I think all of my goals, and I'm I hope most people's goals. At least when it comes to being like personal goals is to improve yourself. Like pretty much all my personal mm-hmm. goals are to improve myself in some way. Um, but I'm not really sure if that's counts as the pinnacle of the all, of all the goals. Because like right now, obviously, I've talked about it a lot already, but I'm really focused on Smash. I've been trying to improve there. But I've also been trying to mm-hmm. improve my friendships and like trying to be a better friend, better family member. Um, Get good. And just... Yeah, again, person in general. It's hard to just become a better person. It's easier to find small little bits that you can improve yourself with and focus on those. And then once you're good with that, then you can move on to the next thing. I guess that's how I'll word that. I I feel like the Christian answer for the pinnacle of my goals is to hear, well done, my faithful servant. Yeah. I mean, yes. (laughs) I mean, that that would ultimately be it. As well. Yeah. Boom. That's the Christian answer. Yeah, that is, I wasn't going for the Jesus Christian Jesus juke. I was going for the... That's the... Leads up to the Christian answer because once you improve yourself so much to be like Jesus, but yeah. I didn't put it you're, in words. you're acting upon that daily... Yeah. Then you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, I don't know how noble it is because at first I thought it was noble, but I've kind of talked myself into, like, realizing it's kind of like a selfish... Um, pinnacle of goals but like it's to change the culture to like make a difference in people's lives um, which is counter what uh, a lot of my family is like a lot of my family to them it's like uh, you know having money um, is like the idea of success Yeah, is to like have a big house and have um, you know people around you like the family is a big part of it too for them right. um, but it's it's very much success is financial um, and to me, it's how many lives can I change? Um, how many people can I impact? Uh, so for me, that's that's pitiful. And it, it's kind of gotten narrowed down over the years to being this geek culture. Yeah. Um, because geek culture to me is it's pop culture. It's what people are into in the moment. Um, and so if I can make a difference in the lives of people um, that are that I identify with, then that's that's really cool. Yeah. For me, that's that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it kind of ties into Geeks and Grace for me. Yeah, that reminds me of a um, SPU slogan 
engage the culture, change the world. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never heard that. That sounds cool. And and well, you don't have to. It's really expensive. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, (laughs) that's cool. What about you, Joe? What are the pinnacle of your goals? I think, I think what I'm doing here is is kind of helping me focus in that direction. It's it's ultimately for me. It's just to live a life that shows Christ to others. Um, mm. And and you know, like you said, ultimately we all want to hear, you know, well done, my well done, yeah. yeah, like, but it's. I want to bring people with me if I can, or, or at the very least, yeah. I want people to know that someone cares, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. one of my big things, especially since I've started doing these praying plays is just the, the phrase that sticks out in my mind is that, you know, we all have these burdens in life. The church is not set up for us to shoulder those alone. We're supposed to share those burdens. You know, like living in solitude while a very geeky thing and being, you know, it's we we yearn for human interaction, even though it might be uncomfortable. At least I know I do. Mm-hmm. And in, in everything that I've experienced, when I am dealing with other members of the church, when I'm fellowshipping and I'm, I'm helping somebody move in or or going to their side at three in the morning because their hot water heater burst or whatever, you know, praying with them, like being someone that helps ease burden Mm -hmm. in a time of pain. That is, that is being Christ to people. And just, I want to live a life that shows Christ to others. Yeah. I love that. Cool. It's really good. So, are we? Are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, I bought some more manga. <laughs> it's not like That's cool. new new manga. I bought okay. So I told myself every time what? I go to Pike Place because there's a little underground comic book area. Every time I go there, I'm yeah. gonna buy another One Punch Man book. And so now cool. I'm at volume okay. five. So that's that's pretty good, I'd say. Um, keeps me from spending too much money at one point. I, but It's a cool comic book story. Yeah. Um, if you're ever in Seattle. And I also got the third book of Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. I don't know how many they're making, but it looks like they're going to try to go through the whole game, I suppose. Um, it's actually really good. It's really weird to see Link talking in something. Yeah. I had Ocarina of Time. I also have Phantom Hourglass. But that's like Toon Link, so I'm like, oh, it's a little bit different. But this is like, well, excuse me, excuse me, Prince. Different Toon Link. Thank. That's a generational gap there. Yeah. Toon Link for Joe and Toon Link for (laughs) Shelly. I think Toon Link is much better and less. That oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that is that Toon Link that I quoted was on television when I was a kid. Man, it's not cringy like that though. Thank goodness, like. It's really good. I mean, well, excuse me, princess. I don't remember princess. if it was in the first. I think it might have been in the first one. Freaking Link's arm gets cut off. What? And in the, it's like dark in in the third one, I believe. I won't say which character, but there's a character who, 
for a Twilight second Princess? contemplate suicide. In Twilight, In Twilight Princess. Princess. It's it's dark. Oh, is this the, the same game? Which makes no sense because it's completely based off the original game. Like it's very, it's very. Is this close in the same it. series of those Phantom Hourglass and I believe Ocarina so. Time? I believe so. Novels? It's just crazy though. It's, that's crazy. It, I was shocked. I was reading it because I mean I read the first one. I'm pretty sure that's when he gets his hand or arm cut off or something. I'm just like, oh dang, they just they just went there. And then I'm reading this third one, I'm like, wait, <laughs> did they did they just they did what the heck? How does how does he use a hook shot? I was huh. He doesn't have an arm. How does he well, use he a hookshot if he doesn't have an arm? Back. He still has another arm. He still arm. has an arm now. He gets it back. I don't remember why. He drank a potion. He gets the arm back. back. Clearly, he never gets... Wait, he gets what? the arm back. He found a fairy. How? It, was, it must have actually been a fairy. That's a good... Yeah. I think it was a fairy fountain or something. <laughs> okay. Yo, it's very interesting. I'm actually really enjoying it, too. Well, now the I'm really interested. Really, hey. It's really pretty. Listen. Hey. I'm just... <laughs> and so that's the second one hey. I got. I also got... Um, I'm actually going to give it to my roommate. Um, but it's a Ruby manga. The official Ruby manga. And I think they only have... So they have oh, cool. um, specific ones for the characters. They have a Ruby one. They have a Weiss one. I don't know if they have a Blake and Yang one, but they might be making it. And I... Is it a manga or a graphic a novel? Like, does like it read straight, right to manga, left? Yeah. It reads right to left? Yeah. yeah. And so I actually already got, Joe, you never I read got a the before? Ruby one for my roommate, and I found this one, okay. and it's like a general um, full team Ruby manga. And it's really cool because it goes in depth with each of the character trailers. So all the character trailers that came out before the oh. first season comes out, it actually goes into them and like there's dialogue. And so you actually can make sense of what's happening, oh, I which is out. really cool. I'm a big fan of it, so... I loved Yang's trailer. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, uh, you talking like before the show started, right? Like before season one. Yeah. 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 So that what happens in that like trailer makes no sense in the context it, but it of makes the world complete that they live in. Context in this manga, which is amazing, as well as okay. Weiss's. We'll check it out. As well as uh, Ruby still doesn't actually. Now that I think about it, okay. but Blake's makes sense a little bit, even though hers was already pretty coherent in the trailer itself. But yeah, it's just, it's really mm-hmm. cool. Plus it has some additional, like, here's some things that happened at at school that they didn't include in the show, just sort of, like, extra. I really, I like it. It's that so pretty. Super cool. It's so well drawn as well. So, like, you could see... I'll check it out. <sighs> slight spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't seen the first season or maybe second season of ruby okay but blake her ears you could see the fuzz you could see oh. the fuzz it's so cute that's what i'll say it's that's very cool. detailed <laughs> so yeah those are all great books that i got that i'm excited about okay that's awesome yeah anything you could get out about joe no i'm i'm just loving the praying place like we love them too. They're yeah. awesome. If you guys get a chance, please stop by. Like, at least just stay high. I recommend it. Cool. And then I move into another state. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm geeking out about. Life is crazy. And you're going to have better internet. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have like real internet again. Sweet. Actual I internet. I my mom me. The I, internet. I love my mom. But 
she doesn't need internet for anything except right. to, like open up Google Docs. Right. So which which makes sense. That's what she has. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games, and I'm on twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace every Wednesday and Sunday, 9.30 Central to 11, doing the praying place. That's 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. Correct, yeah. It's just because we say 5 PST. It's late for folks out on the East Coast, I know it is, but you know if you can stop in for five minutes, I'd, I'd... I would appreciate it, and if you got anything on your heart, I'd love to be able to share that with you. So, yeah. And how about you, Shelly? You can find me on that same channel, but on Fridays from five to seven Pacific Standard Time. You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock Twenty Four. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Right now, that's basically it. Like, well, I'm not doing much right now. I was gonna say we'll get you spun back up. Mm-hmm. All in I'm, due uh, I'm in the Discord quite a bit. Yeah, the new I, Discord's I been, cool. Yeah, I've been. I have been in the Discord. That's probably the best place to get a hold of me right now. Wow. I've been uh, trying to be more active. I need in there. to. I haven't opened it. Really, I should do it. No, it's it's been cool. I should really do it. Yeah. Um, that's basically it. As soon as I get settled, my new place, um, uh, come back to life a little bit on the internet. Yeah. In closing. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Bye bye. Peace. Oh!